culture is by design and you can systemize that. Step one is deciding what you're looking for and then teaching everyone to do it the same way and making it very systemized. People don't fail, systems fail. Put the interview systems in place and you succeed. Welcome to the Second in Command podcast, produced by the COO Alliance and brought to you by its founder, Cameron Harold. In the Second in Command podcast, we talk to top COOs who share the insights, strategies, and tactics that made them the chief behind the chief. And now, here's your host, Cameron Harold. As an entrepreneur, your aim is to build a thriving business focused on growth and a culture that fully aligns with this vision. One crucial question arises, how can you attract and retain the right people to make this goal a reality? In this episode, I'll share insights on cultivating your culture and assembling the perfect team. Interestingly, many of the lessons I learned about recruiting were acquired during memorable moments spent with my grandfather in a duck blind. I'll reveal how those experiences shaped my understanding of finding the right individuals who share our values and contribute to our business's success. Moreover, we'll explore the essential behavioral traits that contribute to a thriving business environment, from tenacity and leadership to introspection and interdependence. I'll delve into each characteristic and explain how they play a pivotal role in driving sustainable growth. Join me to uncover the secrets of building a business designed for growth and creating a culture that fosters success. Let's get started. Vision without execution is hallucination. You have to roll the vision out, but you have to get the people to pull it all together. So how do you pull all the people together? You know, Jim Collins, when he wrote Good to Great, gave us a hint. He said, you're either on the bus or off the bus. Who's read Good to Great? Here's the problem I have with Good to Great. A, none of you have done most of what you learned in the book. It's true. B, he didn't tell us how to do it. And as entrepreneurs, we want the cheat sheet. We want to know how, like, I get it, how to get the right people on, but how do I get the right people on? How do I get the wrong people off? How do I get everybody in the right seats? Enough of the mantras teach us how to do it. I think for a lot of us, good to great is the wrong book. We're still trying to go from zero to good. In fact, the working title for my book, Double Double, was going to be called From Zero to Good, How to Get Your Company to Good Without a Bunch of MBAs to Screw It Up for You is going to be the subtitle. <laughs> they overcomplicate it all. So let me teach you how to actually build your culture and get the right people in. I learned a lot of these lessons from one of my grandfathers who owned a hunting and fishing resort. I wrote an article for the Kaufman Foundation and I talked about duck hunting and how it applied to recruiting. Because a lot of what I know about recruiting great employees I learned in the duck blind. I remember one morning we were sitting out, it was freezing cold, it was about six o'clock in the morning, the sun was just coming up over Lake Nipissing up in Northern Ontario. It was a really famous resort that, that a lot of people in the US would fly in to go duck hunting back in the 50s and 60s. We were sitting out in his blind one, this is like in the 80s, I'm sitting out the duck blind and I go, Grandpa, look at the ducks out in the distance, call them in. Those are the wrong ducks. I'm like, how the hell do you know they're the wrong ducks? I'm not even sure if they're ducks, they're so far away. He goes, I can tell from a mile away they're the wrong ducks. They're too low to the water, they're in the wrong formation and their wings are flapping the wrong way. The ones that we're looking for are higher up, they're in a different formation, and their wings flap more like this. I'm like, how do you know that? He said, I'm very clear at what I'm looking for, and I can tell from a mile away. He said, when you're looking for great employees, you have to know what the behavioral traits are, what the core behavior traits are of those employees, and you need to be able to spot them from a distance. See, most of us have never thought about what are the core behavioral traits that we want to hire for. We, live, we just look for skill, or we think we're looking for culture, but we haven't really defined what it is. I'll give you an example. At College Pro Painters, we didn't have a chance to mess this thing up. We had to get 800 franchisees every year. The 800 franchisees were high in five behavioral traits. 
leadership, attainment, tenacity, introspection, and interdependence. Those were the five. All of us at the head office could define all five, and we would define them exactly the same way. Tenacity was the dog-like work ethic to get over, under, or around any obstacle put in one's path. We would all have the same definition. We all had five questions that we would ask in our interview process to probe and see what the candidate was really like in each of those five areas, and then we would rate them on a bell curve. 40% of the candidates could get a three out of five, 20% of the candidates could get a 2, 20% could get a 4, 10% could get a 1 out of 5, and 10% could get a 5 out of 5. A very simple process that costs you nothing, but most of you just recruit off of Monster. Hey, it's Cameron. Did you hear? That's right, I wrote another book. But this book isn't just another book for me, it's actually for you, the visionary CEO that is looking to grow and scale their business. This book is called The Second Command, Unleash the Power of Your COO. As a founder and CEO, you're used to making all the decisions, but the business you have isn't the one you envision. Heck, we've all been there. And the thing is, you know what you need. You need a COO, someone who can help you build the company you don't know how to build on your own. The Second Command is your go-to guidebook when you're ready to scale up. I go through all the details in every aspect of the process. From knowing when you need to hire a COO, through identifying and hiring the right candidate, and successfully onboarding and working with them, and so much more. Go to CameronHerald.com forward slash new book to get your copy today. The second command reveals the benefits COOs bring to companies and explores the many ways a COO mastermind or a COO forum can help grow the COO skills. You'll meet the types of COOs and understand the role each type plays. Discover how to bring on a COO into your company with the least disruption and avoid common problems before they arrive. Once again, it's CameronHerald.com forward slash new book to grab your copy today. There's no need to go it alone. We're in this together. Now back to the show. See, culture is by design and you can systemize that. Step one is deciding what you're looking for and then teaching everyone to do it the same way and making it very systemized. People don't fail, systems fail. Put the interview systems in place and you succeed. Who's heard of Zappos? I had dinner with Tony Shea and Alfred Lin about five years ago, before people had really known who Zappos was. We were 12 of us having dinner together in a mastermind group and I was sitting talking to Tony and I said, tell me something that you do so that you know from a mile away if you have the right employees. He said, well, we actually have to drive to the airport in Vegas and pick them all up and we drive them the 30 minutes to our Henderson, Nevada office and we drive them in a shuttle four or five people at the same time, and we drop them off at the front door, and they all walk in, and they're greeted by all the amazing culture. And he said, but you know what the shuttle driver does? So the shuttle driver drives around to the side of the building, parks the shuttle, and walks in the side door and sits down at his desk in HR. See, the shuttle driver at Zappos works for HR. The shuttle driver sits down with his team, and he says, Bob was a jerk. Bob was mean. He was rude. Kelly was fantastic. Kelly was super interesting. She was really fun. Amy, Amy actually calmed Bob down. See, at Zappos, the job interview is over by the time you get to the front door. They walk to reception, and they'll walk up to Bob at reception and say, I'm sorry, we won't be proceeding any further with the interviews today. We'll still cover your flight in your hotel, but the shuttle is taking you back to your hotel now. See, they don't want the rest of the great potential candidates to think that they would ever hire a Bob, and it sends a very clear signal before even the interviews have started as to what the behavioral traits are that we find acceptable at Zappos. Culture is by design. They don't get lucky. Tony is the most understated, quiet, kind of dorky guy you've ever met in your life. He's not a cultural leader, iconic person. He, he is a systems guy. 
He systemized culture. It's by design. Other thing I learned about the duck blind is you put decoys out to attract ducks into the blind. So what are our decoys? Our decoys are our office. They're our website. I'm trying to see if, oh, who's got ties on in the office? I've spotted one. Anybody else in a tie? I spotted two. Ties are a decoy. They're actually a bad decoy. Because we all read Dress for Success back in the 80s, right? My mom bought it. It was the first business book as I was graduating from college. Here, read this. I'm like, God, even IBM was getting rid of the shirt and tie 25 years ago. You put on a shirt and tie and it's sending out a signal that I'm more important to you. I have the big corner office. And we all know that. The open neck, trusted look is actually more vulnerable and it will attract more attention and more believability. You, we have to follow the signs of what Gen Y is showing us right now. They're right. I'm not saying wear ripped jeans to the office, but what I'm saying is our websites, our customer-facing material, our offices have to attract people to want to come in and not push them away from us. So go back to your office tomorrow and stop it before you even get to the parking lot and look at your building and then walk in the front door and ask yourself, am I pulling people in or am I pushing them away? At 1-800-GOT-JUNK, we had people coming for tours of our office every Friday. 35 business people from around the world for six years were coming for tours. And we would have, they would stop at the front door, two or three feet in the front door. And I heard this saying 100 times, 500 times probably. Oh my God, you can feel it. You can feel it. You can feel the energy, they would say. Like literally, they'd only been in the office for 10 seconds and they stopped because there was this visceral feeling of culture that's by design. Last thing I learned about the duck blind is, is when you're duck hunting, you use a shotgun. But when you're looking for great employees, you've got to use a rifle. And it's completely different. Great employees hang out with great employees. Some ducks like ponds, some of them like fields, some of them like lakes. They don't mix. The ones that are in the ponds don't go to the big open water in the lakes. Your great employees, your A players, they're not looking for jobs on Monster and Craigslist. They're not looking for jobs on industry job boards. The top A players' employees are already working somewhere. They have no intention of leaving, and you have to go and poach them. You literally go and hunt them down, and it's guys like this with Y Scouts that actually are the ones that can go in and poach them away from your competition. A employees hang out with A employees. Do you know where they work? They work for Vistage members, YPO members, EO members, top companies to work for, best places to work, top 40, under 40, Fortune 500, Inc. 500. They all work for those companies on those listings, and they all have strong profiles on LinkedIn and Facebook. And if you say, hey, do you want to come to my, cop my office for a quick coffee? You know what they're all going to say? Of course, because they're all about building the network. And if I can get those people to walk into my office for a coffee, I got them. Because the culture is going to be so magnetic that they're not going to leave. So think about what are you looking to attract and where do they hang out? You've been listening to Second in Command, brought to you by COO Alliance founder Cameron Harold. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our other podcast streaming platforms. For more best practices from industry-leading COOs, visit COOalliance.com.